Welcome back in this beautiful episode, Cash Flow is Confidence. I am so delighted that you get to hear wonderful, wonderful things from my amazing guest today, Bridget Eileen Cisco. Who is she? She is an author. She is also a publisher. She is a Kundalini teacher. And she is one of the most gorgeous soul you ever meet on this planet. And I am so honored to be able to work with her through a group project that we came across in the last four months. And I'm so, so happy that she said yes to be a part of this podcast today. Let's all welcome Bridget. And Bridget, tell us who you are in more detail. That was the most beautiful introduction. (laughs) Thank you, Jocelyn. It has been really an honor to get to know you, to work with you. And it's so funny. You say it's only been four months, but I'm like, it feels like a lifetime. We've been together. We've known each other for so long. So that's just beautiful. Yeah, you really hit some of the main things about me. And I would also say... My mission is really all about amplifying voices. So on one end, it looks like me as the publisher creating these multi-author book projects where female entrepreneurs get to share their story. They get to have this cathartic healing process in community with other women. It's also my own podcast sharing stories and voices. And it's my visibility coaching helping women actually feel confident to use their voice because it's really scary for, for many of us. And I just feel really called to this work and tell us a bit about your journey prior to you creating this publishing exalted company it's a good question uh this was not in the cards i didn't plan to be here but i really like to take us back a number of years because this was the catalyst to my entire entrepreneurial journey it was the catalyst to my healing journey it was the catalyst to the work i'm doing now and that was really illness as it is for for many people um i was around 13, 14, 15 years old, dealing with a lot of complications from Lyme disease. I would go to doctor after doctor after doctor, and they would put me on various rounds of antibiotics, and it wouldn't help. It actually led to a lot more issues with my body. And I'll just never forget this one day, I took my entire medical history to a gastroenterologist. I said, these are all my diagnoses. Um, This is all the prescriptions, the supplements I've taken. And he didn't look at it. He didn't take his time to look at the holistic perspective, my entire body, my entire journey. And it wasn't until years later, really just a couple years ago, that I said to myself, holy crow, I want to make sure that I share women's voices. I want to make sure that women are seen, they are heard, they are respected. And after that period of time dealing with a health issue, I started on this journey of yoga, studying Ayurveda, Um, studying holistic nutrition, health, mindset at a very, very young age. And I just continued on with the journey, ultimately leaving my sales job in New York City, which is really my background in sales and marketing, going out as an entrepreneur, becoming a yoga teacher, teaching yoga, hosting women's circles, hosting community events, hosting coaching programs. And it's ultimately involved into what it is today, which is a publishing house, which is a podcast, which is the work I get to do with incredible women from across the world, like you. (laughs) Uh, I am just so glad our path crossed because there were so many points that you just mentioned there that I remember we exchanged a lot of voice notes on Messenger because of the time difference. And uh, one of them that really 
helped me recall a part in my life that I sort of shut off quite a bit was the illness part. I was suffering from childhood asthma and that portion of the years, about five of them, that I had to go through medication, I had to ensure that I can't do a lot of things like sporting activities and it was just such a place and a time where I was growing but I did not have friends because of all those issues that I was suffering from and it brought in a lot of areas in my life that I became so insecure, I was lacking confidence, I was feeling so useless in that sense because I could not do so much and I was overly protected by my parents who loved me tremendously but overprotected me for so many ways. It became a crutch in my life and while writing that chapter, it was brought to light through the inner healing perspective. It was just like something that I thought, I could resonate with you so much because of the story that you just brought out and I hope that our audience, our friends listening to this, whatever that happened in your earlier childhood really can be something that can be something that had hold you back or if it's not healed, can really impact on your growth and your potential in life. So I invite everyone to really take the time, bring in healing, to invite healing, to allow healing, to permit yourself to heal that part of your life because through that healing, you allow more and more beautiful things to enter into your world and that it is your birthright to live in total abundance. Yes, a big chunk of that. I would love to hear, you know, Bridget, what really inspired you into that specific type of yoga, Kundalini yoga? (laughs) Good question. I've always been an athlete my entire life. I played soccer. I played probably played every sport under the sun, tennis, golf, track, everything. And when I was in my late teens, early 20s, my mom said, do you want to come to a hot yoga class with me? And I said, yeah, of course, I'll sweat, I'll burn calories. And that was my doorway, the portal into the yoga practice. I never considered myself as flexible. I could never touch my toes. I literally, for most of my life, I could never touch my toes. And I went to this yoga class and I was really... I just admired the practice and it became something I took up regularly. So this was actually vinyasa yoga is my first practice in the yoga world. And it just really evolved. When I did my yoga teacher training in Ibiza, something that really stood out to me was mantras. So chanting, um, sound, breath, and movement. And it became this deeper experience than I'd ever experienced in my traditional yoga classes back in New Jersey. And I said to myself, wow, I need to to bring the depth into the practice that I felt like was missing in my area. So a couple years go by, I'm reading a Gabby Bernstein book. The universe has my back. Have you read it? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's amazing. And she talks about Kundalini Yoga. And she talks about this specific practice called Kirtan Kriya, which uses mudras, which are hand gestures, as well as mantra, which is sound and chanting. And I said, you know, what the heck? I might as well try this for 40 days. So about four years ago, I tried this for 40 days and I was hooked. My perspective on life shifted because sound is so penetrative. Sound is the basis of the universe. And when you can change your sound, it changes a lot in your 
outer reality. And I mean sound as in the thoughts in your mind. I mean the sound as in the spoken word. I mean sound as in the music and information that you receive and listen to. So everything in my life began to shift and I said, oh my gosh, I have to teach this yoga. So then of course I got certified in that and started teaching Kundalini yoga, which I then added into a lot of my group coaching programs when I was working with women and entrepreneurs because I found it was really helpful to have a non-negotiable daily practice. And many of us have a daily practice and I just found that this is something that worked for me and I would share it with those who I knew because it was so beautiful. Oh, so, so delicious. It's like such a combination of mantra, sound, breath work, and the best part that I hear was like, you learn it in Ibiza, like those really sexy, <laughs> fun, glamorous place to learn. It's like, wow, amazing. I invite everyone in this episode to really consider doing yoga. If you have not done yoga, something that you can explore because it's something that is not just a practice, but it's such a huge combination of movement, of breath, of chanting, of clearing your mind and really accessing who your higher self is. Please, if you feel called to work with Bridget because she is a Kundalini teacher, yoga teacher, she's got all her information on the show notes and yeah, access that. Next part I wanted to really ask about you know your latest book that is an international bestseller which is success codes and we are part of it in that journey that you wrote this chapter and also in that journey where you led a group of us who are authors into this space what was your highlight of that journey Ah, oh, so this is a really this is a very deep cathartic uncomfortable process for me too this book it's funny, I'm sure you've experienced this too, but the moment I say yes to intuitive downloads, because I, I just received this as an idea, it just kind of came in one day and was like, okay, it can come through your vessel, you're meant to take action. And I do. And what I was put face to face with was my own definition of success. And I shared this a little bit in the beginning of the book. But I grew up in a family where we had everything provided for us. My dad has always been in my entire life a very successful entrepreneur, owning a wealth management, asset management company. And I, I took a lot of what he did and how he saw success as part of my own conditioning. And I thought, you know, I wasn't like that. But really, as I sat with this container and I was reading all your chapters, I'm saying to myself, Holy crow, I have, I have accepted the hustle mentality. I have accepted a more masculine way of doing business, kind of forcing and pushing that has been there for me. So this process was really healing for me too, of asking myself, how do I want to lead my life? How do I want to lead my business? What is important for me in relationships? Which I will say my dad did plant that seed of relationship building, which is probably the core of what I believe to be important in business. But it was really uncomfortable, and it's something I've thought of for a long time. You know, my first car was an Audi because I wanted to have a nice car. I, I held that as something of value. 
So this was really cathartic for me too. And it's funny because I love to be the leader, but I love to be the student at the same time. And I think that this is where leadership is really going, right? We are all human just on this human experience. I can guide us, I can guide many, but that doesn't mean I'm immune to human emotions or feelings or, or challenges. And I actually love expressing my vulnerability on these topics because we're not all bulletproof. We're just human. Yeah, and to, you know what? Oh, my first car is a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's so many similarities with our lives and all that because I'm born into a family business that is already running and generating millions. We are not born in a space where a lot of them don't have much. There's a lot of stories out there and a lot of people's journey from rats to riches. And a lot of time, my story is that I already earned multiple six figures. And my block was that I had an income ceiling. My block was that because I was successful in the eyes of the people around me, that is the container, but that success had to be redefined to go. It is limitless. It is vast. It is redefining what true success is, not the template that the society and the fabric of the world thinks of. And that's where this book comes in, pulling together all these successful women coming from different backgrounds, rich all sorts of uh, qualifications, the richness of the legacy of their family. How can we take all this to a whole nother level? And that from this, it is just going to open a new door of opportunities before us. And I love it. Like, you know, um, I've read many of the chapters in there, still processing it because I really want to take the time to digest, to really enjoy every single word that is pulled together in those chapters. Yes, there's so many areas that I resonated with what you said. And it's just, yes, if you are wealthy today, you still then have different types of money blocks, different types of areas in your life that still require permission to heal, allowing yourself to be bigger and bolder and more audacious. And what I love about Bridget is that her way is to allow women's voice to really be mainstream. And that was, you know, something that I'd like you to expand on. What is your step forward, Bridget, where allowing women's voice to really be mainstream? Yeah. Hmm. So this is something I've thought about for a while. I really had a major awakening around the time of studying holistic health and alternative nutrition and alternative medicine. And I started questioning all of the things that I'd been taught and told about health and nutrition and taking care of my body. And now fast forward to start of 2020, I decided to begin my podcast, called it The Gathering Movement, where it was all about sharing empowering stories and voices. Because for many years, I have not been a person to enjoy the news, love the news, yada, yada. And I believe in conscious curation of the types of information that we consume. And when there's a lot of information in our environment that is very fear-based, that doesn't always have our heart and the best interest, 
I said to myself, okay, there has to be another way of doing this. So that's where the podcast was born. And then months later, I said to myself, okay, a lot of women are using social media, but social media is very fleeting. You know, there's censorship. People are getting just taken off the platform by accident or on purpose, whatever the case might be. And I said to myself, okay, well, books don't die. (laughs) So we need to get these voices in books because these are the types of stories that can be in someone's home, that can be in someone's hand. And these are the types of stories that are invitations. That's all I see these books are. They are invitations of depth, yes, but invitations to just show an experience and experiences in that it's not saying this is the only way of doing, being, living, or experiencing, but here's an experience. Here's what I experienced, and this is simply an invitation for you to choose what is the right path for you, and when you can come at this with the through the lens of hope, inspiration, and empowerment, I believe we can change the world one word at a time, as I like to say, or one story at a time. Because instead of people feeling consistently bad for themselves, maybe really struggling with their identity, who they are, they're instead filled with information that inspires them and they start to realize and think for themselves, how do I want to live my life? Amazing. And I really want to invite you know, our audience to consider writing your stories because Bridget has got the next opening for the next project. I'll put that in the show notes as well. This is truly an opportunity for a very holistic approach in your life. It's coming from the inside out and it is something that you bring to the world because there's so much in you that you don't know yet. And sometimes you don't ask for what you know yet because it is still not open to you, but it is activated through the process, through the doing, through the actions, through the meditation, through the inner circles that we come together, that you get to share something that you have thought through, but you have not vocalized it yet. And that that is magic when you come together with a group of like-minded female supporting you, championing you, helping you bring together and supporting you to activate your wealth, your voice, your career, your relationship, healing, and those areas are magical. So I invite you to really participate with Bridget, her next book project, and it is fun. You know, you don't have to be an entrepreneur if you are working in a corporate job. You can be just who you are. You could be a mom at home and still have a story to share. You could be a grandmother with lots of grandkids and still have a story to share. More importantly is you allowing yourself to let your story be heard, be told, be passed on to the people in your state, your country, beyond the planet, surpassing the generations to come. So I think that is a very beautiful way to leave a legacy. Bridget, I'd like to also ask you, in terms of projects coming up beyond just the next book project that you've got, you know, what else that people can come together and work with you and be part of what you do? You mentioned about Inner Circle, you mentioned about podcasting, what else that we can engage you and be part of your aura? So I haven't really announced this super publicly yet, but I I will do so here because it feels like the right moment. So for many years, I've been facilitating group coaching containers for women who were trying to understand their purpose, bust through their blocks, 
and really take action in their lives. And what this has transitioned into is based on my love for the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And he talks about the concept of the master mind. When you, ah, <laughs> she has the book right there. You know what? Here's the thing. Sorry to interrupt you there, but I have this book in front of me to help me think and grow rich every day so that it's activating and reprogramming my subconscious mind when I look at the title. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> just angry every single day. Think and grow rich. Uh, you just can't make this shit up. Your book, the book was right there. Oh, this is amazing. So obviously I've been obsessed with that book for a long time too. I mean, the foundational principles and fundamental teachings that are in that book that everyone should know about, first of all, everyone should know about, which is also what I talk about on my podcast, side note. Um, but this concept of the mastermind really fascinates me. When you bring two or more minds together, you create the third mind. This is what happens when we brainstorm or heartstorm, as I like to call it. This is what happens when we move through creative solutions or problem solving. And many corporate companies are very aware of this. This is why they have teams and they come together in, in meeting rooms every single morning to work through these things. And I'm creating the same kind of containers for female entrepreneurs who are looking to move through some of their challenges in business. They've already been in business for a little while, but they're looking to leverage a community of high caliber female entrepreneurs who have different resources, who have different zones of genius, and together we rise. So it's going to be a very intimate container, women's leadership mastermind of six to eight women per month, and we are going to rise together. Amazing! Any one of you who are in the space, in business, really want to see how you can fast track your business, be around all these women around the world, coming together, putting your heads together, putting experience together, putting your qualifications, your richness of your background, everything in this container, you are going to be such a powerhouse. Let's really check out and see when this opportunity and this door is opening up and make sure that you consider joining because you will definitely have profound transformation. So this is so wonderful to hear and thank you so much for giving me the privilege to announce this <laughs> wonderful opportunity in my podcast Yay! because it is amazing, amazing. And what I wanted to know, you know, there's so much in your life, you have so much richness. And so I wanted to ask beyond work, beyond your publishing house, beyond all this, what do you do for fun? <laughs> I love this. So I am very physically active and still am to this day. So my weekends look like getting up in the morning, drinking some coffee with my husband and my dog, reading, journaling, and then we typically spend our days outside training for trail running races, running Spartan races, running races, <laughs> hiking, um, being on the lake. We just love nature and a lot of my free time is spent really doing that. <laughs> I know her. She is such an active individual and such a holistic person. So I really hope that our audience absolutely enjoyed this episode. This is just a taste of what you hear about Bridget and that I am looking forward to have her back in future podcasts because it has been such an amazing with her, a journey with her. 
And I would also love to wrap up this podcast with this question. If you have a secret camera and you can place that secret camera in any room in the world, mm. where would that secret camera be? That's a really good question, Jocelyn. A secret camera anywhere in the world. Okay. Oh, I know it. I want the camera on top of really high mountains to see people's faces when they accomplish something so great. And I'm already like feeling the emotions of accomplishing something so big, like top of Mount Everest kind of thing, right? When people are just like crying, holy crow, I did it. I love to see people in those spaces. I love to remind people that those things are possible. I love to experience that for myself. So that's my answer. Oh, yes, that is such a good place to see all the tribes, nations, languages, achievements, accomplishments from such a high place. It allows people to go, possibilities just at your doorstep. You just got to open up and receive it, receive it. Richard, thank you so much for being in this particular podcast. I really appreciate your voice. I appreciate who you are. I appreciate everything that you do and what you're going to do next in all the coming years and decades and centuries to come. So once again, thank you so much for allowing our path across in such a magical time such as this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jocelyn. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I love your company and please subscribe to this podcast. Also write me a review. I will read them one by one and comment back as well. I would also want to invite you to buy my book Success Codes that has got stories about women redefining their success in 2021 and beyond. And lastly, if you want to hang out with me or coach with me, come to my website www.jostinchong.com.au and you can get all sorts of resources available for you. Thank you so much. Have fun. Bye for now.